नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय नारायण नमस्कृत्य नरंशम देवी सरस्वती व्यास तथो जय मुदीर नष्टु अभद्रेशु भागवत सेवया भगवती उत्तम श्लोके श्रीमद्भागवतम फिफ्थ कैंटो चैप्टर फिफ्टीन द डिसेंडेंट्स ऑफ किंग प्रियव्रत टू टेक्स फोर ज आत्म विद्याखाय स्वयं संशुद्ध महापुरुषम Anusmara. Translation by His Divine Grace, Shri Prabhupada. King Pratiha personally propagated the principle of self-realization. In this way, not only was he purified, but he became a great devotee of the Supreme Person, Lord Vishnu, and directly realized Him. Purport by Shri Prabhupada. The word Anusmara is very significant. God consciousness is not imaginary or concocted the devotee who is pure and advanced realizes god as he is <clears throat> a devotee who is pure and advanced realizes god as he is maharaj pratiha did so and due to his direct realization of lord vishnu he propagated self realization and became a preacher A real preacher cannot be bogus. He must first of all realize Lord Vishnu as he is, as confirmed in Bhagavad Gita, Upadikshanti te gyanam kyaninas tattva darshinaha. One who has seen the truth can impart knowledge. The word tattva darshi refers to one who has perfectly realized the supreme personality of Godhead. Such a person can become a guru. and propound vaishnava philosophy all over the world the paragon of bona fide bona fide preachers and guru is king pratiha om agyanati mirandhasya gyananjana shalakaya chukshur unmilitam jena tasmay shri gurave namaha namam vishnupadaya krishna prasthaya bhutale श्रीमते भक्तिवेदात स्वामी नमिने नमस्ते सरस्वतीदेव गौरवाणी प्रचारिणे निर्विशेषुन्नवादी पाश्चत्तादिशुताणे वंशाकुभ्यतानाभ्यो वैष्णवभ्यो नमो नम श्रीकृष्णचैतन्य प्रभु निनंद श्री अद्वैत गदाधार शिवाशदिगौरभक्तवृंद हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे हरे ज आत्मविद्याखाय स्वयं संशुद्ध महापुरुषम अनुसस्मार king pratiha personally propagated the principles of self realization in this way not only was he purified but he became a great devotee of the supreme personality of godhead lord vishnu and directly realized him so propad is emphasizing the word anusasmara Prabhupada is saying, the word anusasmara is very 
significant god consciousness is not imaginary or concocted so that is a very important thing to remember that anusasmara one must become god conscious like one should uh, perfectly understand the the word anusasmara has been translated by prabhupada as one who un- perfectly understands and always remembers who uh, the supreme personality of god smaran smaran means remembrance uh, anu means uh, following uh, anusasmara anusma remembered who the supreme personality of god is so and then proper is pointing out uh, that krishna consciousness is not an imaginary thing as we repeated time and time again it is the ab- not only truth but the absolute truth absolute truth means all truths are depending on that truth whatever is dependent on krishna is truth and whatever is not related to krishna is not real not truth so the reality is or truth real truth means real what is real whatever is connected to krishna is real whatever is not connected to krishna is not real this we can consider a tree whatever is in the tree whatever is connected to the tree the leaves branches fruits flowers they all are real but in the reflection of the tree which is not the tree which is not connected to the tree is anything real there no everything there is in the reflection everything is unreal and so that is the simple way to understand and sometimes i also bring out that mathematical concept uh, of infinity uh, what is how many of you are how many of you are aware of this concept of infinity uh, infinity okay abacharan what is the def- what is infinity infinity uh, is the sign in mathematics uh, what is life what is infinity it looks like alpha in latin alpha uh, this uh, so what is infinity infinity is something whatever is in relation to infinity is infinity right what is infinity minus 25 <laughs> whatever is infinity minus uh, 5 million whatever is infinity multiplied by 20 zillion so anything in relation to infinity whatever comes in contact with infinity becomes infinity like these are the simple concepts that although the mathematicians have uh, they know the concept but they do not know what it is now what is that infinity infinity is krishna anything in relation to krishna Uh, is spiritual is that clear anything that comes in contact in becomes in related becomes related to krishna becomes spiritual or huh, we can say the spiritual reality is something which is beyond material conception right in the material nature what happens some number plus something becomes added increases something is subtracted decreases something is multiplied increases uh, by that number something divided decreases by that number uh, but infinity is beyond that concept this ma- this mathematical rules do not apply there 
So spiritual reality is something where material rules do not apply. Material rules are useless there because it's another reality, another domain. So, <clears throat> so that is uh, another thing that we also considered. Yesterday only I was speaking about that. Like what do we find? Here we are seeing descendants of King Priyavrata. This chapter is describing all the descendants of Priyavrata. Uh, Priyavrata's son, the previous verse was, Priyavrata's son was Sumati. Uh, then Sumati, uh, what was the uh, specialty about Sumati's character? What was so, uh, so striking about Sumati's character? Outstanding about Sumati's character? That Sumati became like his grandfather. Who is his grandfather? Rishabdev. What was Rishabdev like? He was an Abhaduta. So Sumati also, although he is the son of a king, although he was a king, he became an Abhaduta. Meaning, he started to behave like a madman. He left everything, and madman means he didn't have any external consciousness. He was, his consciousness was always in the, at the feet of Krishna or in the, in remembering Krishna or in Krishna consciousness. Therefore, he didn't have any material consciousness. So, uh, then we are, in this verse is giving four uh, generations after that. Sumati's, uh, Sumati's son was Devatajit. Uh, Devatajit's son was Devadumna. Uh, and Devadumna's son was Parameshthi. And Parameshthi's son was Pratiha. And then Pratiha's son was... Uh, and now is the description of Pratiha. And then, then there will be description of Pratiha's son. And not only the, per, the father's name is mentioned, even the mother's name is mentioned. Uh, now, uh, when, uh, where can we get such description? In history, we know uh, who was Aurangzeb, <laughs> who was Aurangzeb's father, uh, Sajahan. Who was Sajahan's father, uh, Humayun. Who was Humayun's father? Akbar, who was Akbar's father, Babar. Uh, at least up to that much we all know. But when you hear, when you read some fiction, uh, say Superman, uh, how many of you know Superman? And do you know who is Superman's father? <laughs> I, I think it gives there. He comes from another planet. His father and mother was described and he somehow landed on the earth planet and anyway whatever it is okay at the most we can get the name of superman's father who is batman's father <laughs> who is spider-man's father <laughs> so like that we may get at least the name of the father but nothing beyond that but here what do we get we are getting it all the way from lord brahma like, for example, Lord Brahma's son was Sayambhuva Manu. Sayambhuva Manu's son, who was, he had two sons, Priyavrata and Uttanapad. Then who was Priyavrata's son? The descriptions are coming here in this chapter. It's coming in this way to Dhruva Maharaj, I'm sorry. Uh, anyway, so, I mean, we get the whole genealogy. So this is how we get, we become convinced that these are real. Do we know who is Prabhupada's father? We know. And if we go, then we'll find Prabhupada's grandfather's name, Prabhupada's great-grandfather's name. Especially, uh, the illustrious families have their genealogy in this way. And even in our family we find that. 
So that's why Prabhupada is pointing out that whatever has been mentioned in the scriptures are absolute truth. They are dealing with absolute truth. No fictitious concepts here. And then Prabhupada is pointing out Pratiha's character. What was Pratiha? Obviously he was the son of a king. So he became the king. The eldest son always becomes the successor to the throne. But what happened to Pratiha? Pratiha also was a devotee of the Lord. And that was the outstanding characteristics of those kings. They are not ordinary kings. They are Rajarshis. They are actually sages at heart. But assuming the role of a king. Acting as a king, but they are sages. Sages means who is a sage? Person with long hair and matted hair and long beard, that is the sign of a sage? What's the sign of a sage? What's the sign of a Mahatma? A devotee of the Lord. Like Yudhishthir Maharaj. Another Rajarshi. Imam Rajar Shayo Bidu. In Bhagavad Gita, Krishna is saying that this knowledge was flowing in the line of Rajarshis. One Rajarshi to the other Rajarshi, his son. His son to his son. In this way, through the Rajarshis, the knowledge was flowing. But when there is no Rajarshi, Sakale neha mahata then the line was that knowledge, the line of disciplic succession was broken. <clears throat> so, the first thing that we understand that those days, uh, all the kings were saintly kings, Rajarshis. And <clears throat> so here we are seeing uh, the wonderful characteristic of King Pratiha. Pratiha was, uh, he personally propagated the principle of self-realization. What is the principle of self-realization? What is the principle of self-realization? Principle of self-realization is Krishna consciousness, God-realization. We can look at it, look at this concept of self-realization. Okay, sun is there and your back is at the sun. How will you see yourself? How will you see yourself? You'll see the shadow. Now no matter how much you contemplate, meditate and so forth, will you ever see yourself in that shadow? Will you ever be able to? See yourself through the shadow? No. But if somebody comes and shows you a mirror, then only you can see yourself. Therefore, the process of self-realization is you need that mirror. And who brings that mirror that makes you see yourself? the spiritual master. Therefore, the process of uh, self-realization is to come across a spiritual, bona fide spiritual master who has the mirror. Because if he doesn't have the mirror, then he cannot uh, show you your face. Seeing him, you cannot see yourself. You need the mirror. And in order to see that mirror, you need the light. So the mirror has to reflect the light of the sun. Okay, then what happens? Then do you contemplate on your shadow anymore? Ah. Then what happens? Then you recognize yourself. And then you turn your face from the shadow towards the sun. That's what the spiritual master does. 
He makes you see yourself. The process of self-realization is therefore Krishna consciousness. Besides Krishna consciousness, there is no way of realizing this. And I can tell you one thing, you can try it out. There are so many so-called uh, Babas and Jogis and so forth. You come across their books. Uh, but when you read their books, now how do you feel? They don't know anything. They are speaking uh, so eloquently. So many people are following them. But they do not know anything. They do not know anything because they are looking at their shadow. They don't even see their own face. What to speak of seeing, getting the light of the sun. The shadow means absence of the sun, isn't it? Shadow means the absence of the sun. Our material identity means absence of knowledge. Therefore this material nature is considered to be agyan, avidya, ignorance. The real knowledge comes when we see our real self, and what is the real self? Is the shadow our real self? Similarly, is this body our real self? This body is the shadow. Therefore, transcending the body, we have to recognize our spiritual identity. That is the real knowledge. So King Pratiha uh, was uh, distributing this knowledge. He was preaching personally. He was a king and he was telling his uh, citizens uh, what is the way of self-realization. The way of self-realization, as Prabhupada is saying, is Krishna consciousness. Unless you are Krishna consciousness, there is no way of knowing who you are. These so-called Brahmavadis, Mayavadis, they're just, they're uselessly wasting their time. They're, what they're doing, they're increasing their suffering. Klesha adhikatara stesham, abhakta shakta chetasham. They're simply increasing their suffering. So this is how we have to see. In the light of ignorance, we have to see what real knowledge is. So this is how gradually we become situated in knowledge. Okay, we, this is the shadow. Should we contemplate on this shadow? Should we try to see the light through the shadow? No. The process of seeing the light is opposed to the shadow because the shadow is the ignorance, shadow is the darkness. And the spiritual master imparts that knowledge. First knowledge. That's your shadow, your real self is someone else. See yourself, here's the mirror. And that mirror is the knowledge, informations about the soul. And then gradually you turn your face. As I was saying, like when you see the mirror, when you get the mirror, do you ever look at the shadow then? No. And then gradually you turn towards the sun. And when you're facing the sun, is there any possibility of seeing your shadow? The shadow may be casted, but you don't see it. Similarly, the material body is there, but when you become Krishna conscious, you don't really become aware of the material body because you are situated in your spiritual identity. Others may see the body, others may see the shadow. And that's why they, they get the misconception. Oh, you are suffering, meaning, oh, your shadow is suffering. Your shadow has disease, your shadow has this, your shadow has that. 
But my dear sir, my shadow is beyond my perception. I am not seeing the shadow. I am seeing the sun. You are seeing the shadow. I am not seeing the shadow. Make sense? So this is how real Krishna consciousness is. And as I was saying, like uh, in this world, uh, people are wasting their time in all kinds of mundane endeavors. They don't have the knowledge. And when we come to Krishna consciousness, everything becomes so clear. Like, I'll I'll admit myself, like I knew about the concept of infinity, mathematically, but it never occurred to me what infinity actually is. After coming to Krishna consciousness, I became aware of what infinity actually is. But all these mathematicians, so-called big, big pandit, (laughs) they don't know what infinity is because they are not going to accept another reality beyond this material nature. That's their problem. If they accepted that, then it would have been clear to them. And I think I have told to some of you, uh, it's another interesting thing. I was uh, in a flight uh, in one of the airports. I was just there waiting for the queue to open to uh, to embark on the train on the plane next to me was an european i started to speak to him so <clears throat> uh, he told me he's from switzerland and he's a scientist But anyway, something, one of the branches of chemistry, uh, uh, biochemistry, yeah. So, biochemistry, so I just, just casually asked him, did it ever occur to you that, uh, no, I asked him, what is the difference between organic and inorganic? So he gave the definition. Uh, like chemical definition, chemistry's definition. Uh, the uh, organic is the substances that are generated from multiple bond of carbon. I told him, did it ever occur to you that the organic substances are coming from living sources? Organic means anything that is coming from living sources is organic. And anything that is coming from dead source is inorganic. Branch of chemistry. And I mean he couldn't understand so I just pointed out. uh, Look at the simplest structure of chemistry. uh, Of organic substance. Methane. C4H, CH4. Like it's simple. One carbon atom and four hydrogen atoms. Could you make it in the laboratory? He said, yes, we can. Then I said, why don't you produce it? Why don't you manufacture it? Because if you could produce methane, then all your gas problem would be solved. And he said it would be so expensive. So I told him that you are artificially combining four atoms of hydrogen with one atom of carbon. But it's not real. Whereas uh, in, the, uh, in the damp field, the dead uh, plants are generating <laughs> methane. Uh, and then I told him, what about uh, sugar? It's just six atoms of carbon and six molecules of water. There's plenty of carbon, there's plenty of water. Uh, Why don't you make sugar? So he said, no, we can't make it. As well as the sugar can plant, it's generating sugar. (laughs) So, (laughs) anyway, 
the discussion didn't go on very far, but it just, we can see so clearly that some simple concept, uh, anything that is coming from living source is uh, organic. Uh, like the weeds are rotting, methane is generated. The <clears throat> Now, sugar cane plant is producing sugar. Uh, simple, very, very simple organic structure. Uh, what to speak of the complex? Uh, and I actually went to the point that, you know, you can't even make a simple thing like that. Like, can you, did you ever consider the human body cell? Uh, to write the formula of a human body cell, you will need a page uh, a few miles long. It's so complex. Uh, see, because it's by coming in contact with living entity, the soul, the living entity, just normal, regular substances are transforming into such complex things like carbon and water becoming sugar, coming in contact with a sugarcane plant. Uh, all simple things are becoming complex. Uh, how it is happening? Uh, trees and plants are transforming the fruits and nuts and all that. Then we are eating it and we are absorbing those stuffs and transforming them into our body cells. So my point is, <clears throat> when we see things from this simple consideration, of uh, a simple consideration of uh, uh, spiritual entity, spirit soul, living entity, spiritual reality. Everything falls in place. Uh, like in a uh, jigsaw puzzle, uh, you get the right uh, thing and everything just falls in place. Therefore it is said, Jashmin Bigyati Knowing this, uh, knowing which, everything becomes known. That's what uh, that is Krishna. That is Krishna consciousness. That is you understand the spiritual reality and everything becomes known of this material nature. So, <clears throat> anyway, uh, so, in those days we can see even the kings used to impart the knowledge. The kings used to have the knowledge and they used to give the knowledge. Unfortunately, today's leaders uh, do not have the knowledge, that's why they cannot impart the knowledge. And that's why they are misdirected themselves and they are misdirecting others. That is the problem. And Srila uh, Prabhupada has created this wonderful institution of ISKCON to solve that problem of this world. ISKCON is here to impart this knowledge, give this knowledge to the rest of the world and uh, the world situation will change. Just consider if uh, the leader of India, the Prime Minister of India was a devotee, what he would do? Uh, what would be the first thing that he would do? No meat eating, no intoxication, no illicit sex, no gambling. Uh, and if everybody in the country started to follow that, everybody would become a gentleman. Uh, <laughs> and then he would say uh, that chant the holy name, the spread the glory of the Lord. So all the schools and colleges would be teaching them about Krishna. About all the schools and colleges would teach them the difference between the body and the soul. And in this way the knowledge would spread. Then everybody would know 
I mean, everybody would know that Krishna is watching. The demigods are watching. So then could anybody do anything wrong? And if somebody did anything wrong, the king would punish him. You are breaking the regulative principles. Go to prison. Or uh, get out of the human society. Live in the forest. You want to eat meat? Okay, fine. Go. Live in the forest. Hunt the animals and you can eat as much as you want. But not in the civilized world. So this is how uh, he would structure the society. And then what will happen? Krishna's mercy will flow then this country would become the most opulent country in the world. This country would become the most powerful country in the world. But unfortunately, democracy will not allow such a leader. Therefore, in order to have a Krishna Consciousness Kingdom, Krishna Conscious State, uh, democracy has to go. Democracy has to go. How it will go, I don't know. But Krishna can make the arrangement. Only thing is that we have to act on his behalf. If we sincerely try start acting on his behalf, it will happen. And at least we know one thing, what we are going to do when these leaders are taking the world situation into a very critical condition. Just as it is happening in the Middle East, Syria, Iraq and all those countries. In, uh, their terrorists have taken over. And as a result of that, everyone is running away. They're taking shelter of Europe. Here are some of the European countries like Germany, France. Then what will happen? Huh? The problem will show up in Germany, France and other European countries. Huh? And then it will spread all over the world and India will not be spared. India will also go through that crisis. It's only a matter of time. What is happening in Syria and Iraq today, at some point in time, it will happen in India. So in Syria we see people are running away from their country and taking asylum, shelter in Germany. And that also they are stopping. How many people they can take? And other countries on the way, they're blocking their way. Uh, Hungary said, we are not going to allow you to pass through our country. Uh, and in this way, the other different countries are blocking their way. <clears throat> now, if it happens in India, where will you go? Can you go to Germany? Germany, is first of all, is too far off, too far away. And by the time it will be so saturated, they will... Uh, and as I said, like they themselves are facing the problem. Uh, the terrorists have taken over that country also. Uh, I'm just saying, I'm not, I'm not trying to scare you. <laughs> but I'm speaking about a possibility. Uh, so now, if it happens to India, where will you go? Pakistan? <laughs> Bangladesh? Or the ocean? What's your choice? There's no way we can go anywhere. Uh, so how will you face the situation? That will be the time to follow the Juga Dharma. Harir Nama, Harir Nama, Harir Nama Iva Kevalam. Kalau nasteva, nasteva, nasteva gatiranatha. Make sense? So, we'll take up Mridanga and Kartal <laughs> and we will go out on the streets 
and we'll chant. Let the terrorists come with their guns and machine guns and everything. We'll leave it up to Krishna how he will deal with that situation. And then so many things can happen. One very amazing thing can happen at the time is they will drop their machine guns and <laughs> cannons and everything and they'll also start chanting Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. So won't it be wonderful? So let's be prepared for any possibility. Let's not remain, as they say, in a fool's paradise. Uh, Prabhupada gave the example, the goats are being slaughtered, uh, but the other goats are happily eating the grass. Doesn't know the next is his turn. So let us not become like those foolish goats that are waiting for to be slaughtered. Let's rather rec recognize that this can happen and let's prepare ourselves. And the preparation is we have taken shelter of Krishna there is nothing to worry about it. And Prabhupada set a very nice example about that. What example did Prabhupada set? As early as in 1944. Japan was going to bomb during the Second World War. Japan was about to bomb Calcutta because Calcutta was the big base of the British army. And at a time like that, what everyone was doing? Everyone was running away from Calcutta. Even Prabhupada's godbrothers were running away to Calcutta. So when they asked Srila Prabhupada what he was going to do, Prabhupada said, no, I'll stay here. I'm not going to go. What will you do here? I'll take the Mridanga and Kartal and go on the streets and chant Hare Krishna. If I chant Hare Krishna, <clears throat> then Krishna may protect. And even if Krishna doesn't protect, and if I die, if I die chanting the holy name of the Lord, I'll go back to Godhead. So that is what Prabhupada, I can see like at every aspect of our life, Prabhupada has given the uh, perfect example. Uh, and through that, Prabhupada pointed out, and then what happened? Some, due to some, un, uh, due to some unknown reason, Japan decided not to bomb Calcutta. Was Calcutta bombed? No. Japan decided not to bomb Calcutta. Now, to others, the no reason may be unknown. But to us, is it unknown or do we know? How many of you think they know the reason? <laughs> okay. Because Srila Prabhupada chanted the holy name in Sankirtan. So we have to have that faith. By reading Srimad Bhagavatam, we must generate that faith. That Krishna is there, Krishna is there, Krishna is there. If we take shelter of Krishna, Krishna will take care of us. There is nothing to worry about. Just like uh, Prahlad Maharaj, he may protect Prahlad Maharaj by killing Hiranyakashipu. He may or he may not. So what? If we die chanting the holy name, where will you go? So let's face that situation, be prepared to face that situation by chanting the holy name. So that is what we are here for. Krishna consciousness is a real process that is teaching us how to face the most difficult situation. And what is the way to face the most difficult situation? other than taking shelter of Krishna's lotus feet.
when you are in school as a child, when some bully, I don't know whether it happened to you, when some bully attacked you or did something uh, to scare you, what did you do? Didn't you take shelter of somebody who is stronger than him? Then could the bully, bully attack you anymore? That person who came and stood and said, look, if you act funny with him, then I will act funny with him. <laughs> so he ran away. Now tell me, who is the strongest? Krishna. So let's take shelter of Krishna and let's not worry about anything. Because we have the confidence that he will take care of us. He will protect us. He has given that assurance. Uh, Prabhupada pointed out, he made Arjun say it. Kaunteya pratijani hi name bhakta pranashati. Why he got Krishna Arjun to say that instead of he telling it? Prabhupada pointed out, because Krishna sometimes breaks his promises. But Krishna never allow his, allows his devotee to break his promise. That's why Krishna made Arjun to say it. So Krishna has given us that assurance. Name bhakta pranashati. My devotee will never vanquish. Hare Krishna, all glories to Srila Prabhupada. Gaur Premanande, Hare Hare. Does anybody have any question? <clears throat> Where is Premavatar? <laughs> Thank you for such a wonderful scientific class. My question is, how atheistic scientists, doctors, describe soul leaving the body? Why soul leaves body sometimes, even with healthy body? Well, to begin with, they don't believe in the existence of soul. The scientists and they don't believe in existence of soul. Their understanding is uh, life came from matter. Like sometimes, somewhere, uh, under some condition, some chemicals uh, combined and life evolved. And then uh, that started to evolve. First it was a unicellular living entity. From that it became multicellular. Ah. And then gradually it became a monkey. <laughs> and then eventually from monkey came man. Good luck. <laughs> and you know what Prabhupada's response to that was? Your forefathers may be monkeys, <laughs> but my forefather is Brahma. So that's the difference. Uh, their forefathers are monkeys, therefore their thought process is like monkeys. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> we try our best to surrender ourselves completely and leave it up to Krishna. And Krishna will protect. Krishna will protect. He gave the assurance. If we surrender, He will protect. Right? He will protect. Whatever our level of surrender is, He will protect. And the question is whether He will protect our body or He will protect our soul. Protect our soul. Sometimes the body may be destroyed, but the soul will be rescued. In that respect, we can give an example. Uh, a washerman, what does he do? He takes care of your cloth. But a doctor, what does he do? He takes care of your body. Right? Sometimes, in order to take care of your body, to operate your body, he may tear open your shirt. Uh, 
So will you lament, oh, what kind of a doctor you are, you are tearing open my shirt. Huh? No, his business is to protect the, save the body. Therefore, huh? even at the expense of the shirt, he's saving your body. Similarly, sometimes at the expense of our body, our soul may be saved. <clears throat> yes, Archana. In the process of washing the mirror, sometimes we may see all the same things. What does the mirror reveal to us? What's that? In the process of? Washing in the mirror. Mirror. Okay. When you stand in front of a mirror, do you want to see the other things in the mirror? <laughs> I don't know when I put my tilak <laughs> in front of my mirror. <laughs> All I see is my own face. <laughs> and to see other things, you don't need a mirror. You can turn your face and look at it. You don't need a mirror. But to see yourself, you need a mirror. Without that, there is no way. Right? Okay. Thank you. Yes, Jonah Priya. Um, when you were talking about infinity, you were saying, you know, infinity minus a certain number and then five million. And I just wondered what about infinity minus infinity? Is that Yeah. <coughs> Hare Krishna, Gaur Premanande, Hare Hare Gaur. Maybe the class was so scary that nobody has any question. <laughs> Did I frighten you with this class today? No. Actually, I'm preparing you for the worst. If sometimes some difficulty comes, then you'll remember that. What I'm speaking today, at the time of difficulty, you'll be able to remember and act properly. If I don't tell you, you would know how to act at that critical moment. Anyway, thank you very much. All glory is to Srila Prabhupada.